every day on the big show. What? Gordon and what? Jake want to keep you up to date on all the action, all the newsmakers, and all the big opinions on the Zone Sports Network. This is What's Going On on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Time for a little What's Going On. Check in with the other shows on the Zone Sports Network. Gordon, you ready to roll? Let's do it. Let's start with DJ and PK. Just PK this morning. Uh, I made an appearance on the show. No big deal. You're going on the show tomorrow with I PK. Mm-hmm. Quick uh, quick tease at 8.05. Oh, good. This is from Friday. Never mind. Disregard all of that. Except Gordon's going to be on the show tomorrow. And you were on it today. And I was on it today. So uh, make sure and check that out. But uh, listen to those guys every morning, of course. But here's David and Pat talking about the built bar relationship with BYU and whether or not it'll help. Build Bar is doling out cash to BYU scholarship and walk-on players. How much can this help the Cougars? Brad believes it will help with recruiting to a degree. Hopefully, BYU can get more things like this. I would expect more. Why wouldn't we expect more? Other people are going to get them. Isn't going to end up being an arms race, just like football facilities and football stadiums and Coaching salaries. So then everything washes out. It's a flush. If you get ahead, a push. Striking first maybe helps a little. Yeah, but then they and then, then, then somebody else builds something else yeah. and away we go. Hard to believe that BYU is going to raise more money than uh, USC, right? Or Alabama. But are they going to raise yeah. more than the schools they're competing against for oh. recruits? I mean, I don't really think anybody thinks BYU is going to out recruit Oregon. Nike money ought to flow into Oregon. I would assume that. Nike will see this and think, oh, yeah, easy. We can do that. Done. But they're not playing Oregon. They're playing Arizona State, and they're playing Virginia. Well, they're and playing SC, though. And they're playing SC this year. You're right. literal. Yeah. I think the Pac-12 is their competition. They don't right. necessarily have to play them to Boise State, Utah them. State, and the Pac-12. Well, I'm, I, Everybody in their backyard. Because they're recruiting for the same kids. Whoever's taking your kids, whoever's recruiting LDS kids... Is your enemy. That's in recruiting. What will Stanford do? Yeah. So you don't have to play them each individual season, but they're your enemy. So uh, how does this help BYU be a program that can produce more wins? I think it sends a message, which I think has already been sent, but it further sends it that we're big time. So come after us. Because we can help you. So that's a message for Iowa State and Texas Tech. Whatever configuration is going to be out there in the next few years, I don't. I we can guess. So it's because there's. I assume I don't know anything about this built bar thing. Uh, nothing against them. I just don't know anything about it. I know it's some candy bar type thing. Uh, Yock brought one in. I had one. Fine. But I assume the dudes are LDS guys who want to help their fan program. Maybe I'm wrong. Breaking news. You're dead on. Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, it's obvious. The Utah County Company. The, yeah. I mean, it's an it's obvious. It's a BYU fan. It's an obvious connection. Right? Yeah. Right. And because of that, 
It's not like other programs don't have that connection, but BYU has it on multiple levels. They have the religious angle and then the fan angle. And for a lot of people, that's one and the same. And that really matters to them. And great. No problem with that at all. So it sends a message that, okay, we're a little bit different, but our differences can actually be your benefits. That's what I like. And the individuals, uh, Thomas and Nick and whoever these walk-on kids are, great for them. Because ultimately, I was a walk-on. I view myself as a permanent walk-on. Paid for every cent of my college education. Not one penny came from any place else but me. And so I was the ultimate walk-on for for all five years I went to college. And... So that would have been great to have that financial relief and not have to pay the student loans back until my 30s. I wish my student loan would have been forgiven. Actually, I don't because it set a standard. I'm accountable for me. And whatever I'm going to make in my life is going to come from me. It's not going to come from the government. It's not going to come from anybody else. It's going to come from me. And that was a lesson that was taught to me early by no words, just by actions. So good for them. I appreciate for them and the hard work that they're putting in. That's awesome. The bigger message, I think, sends to be to, to other schools and conferences out there. We're big time. Look at what, look at what we're doing. This is another sign. Come visit us, man. It's the same thing with the jazz. Come visit us before you come up with somebody told you something or you heard something. Come see for yourself, which I think most NBA players do. I think it's insulting to think that they don't. And I think that, that they see that. And we saw it again this offseason. It may not be the most glamorous spots, and so you may not get the high, highest profile free agents, but nobody gets the highest profile free agents except for one or two or three or four teams anyway. So that's never going to change. So there you go, DJ and PK uh, talking about the built bar relationship. But real quick before we get your comment, Gordon, as we were listening to that, uh, shout out to Austin, pulled a clip from our guy OC. Um, Sean O'Connell joined us earlier in the show. He was answering one of your questions, Gordon, and he had an interesting thought on the name, image, and likeness being a boost to the program. I hadn't heard anybody else say this. Let's revisit that here for a second. All right. As soon as name, image, and likeness became a thing, I said one of the very few teams that can elevate their status in college football is BYU with name, image, and likeness opportunities because Alabama's already great. They're going to stay great. Clemson, great, going to stay great. Notre Dame, all of those. Like they're, they're always going to have the top recruits going to those schools. BYU is such a unique place where they've got this fanatical fan base that actually exists nationwide. A lot of those individuals are highly successful entrepreneurs and business owners who, like, pine for the success, the return to glory days of BYU. And we saw that just the early rumblings of it with this, this Built Bar sponsorship where everybody on the team's getting money, even walk-ons, which is such a feel-good. But that's just the tip of the iceberg for BYU. Mark my word, in two or three years, there are going to be guys going to BYU again that they have been losing consistently to Stanford, right? Stanford has gotten the best LDS recruits in the country because of their defensive coordinator for like the last seven years. Those guys are going to start coming back to BYU because BYU is going to be able to offer them new things and name, image, and likeness. So combine DJ and PK and OC's take right there, Gordon. What do you think? Well, starting with DJ and PK, they kept stressing that BYU wants to be and look big time. 
And this gives them that advantage to do that. And OC just built off of that foundation. And uh, I, I, I think he's right. I think this is a big benefit for BYU. Now, there are schools out there, like OC was talking about, that uh, have deep pockets. But most of those schools are already at the top of the food chain, right? Well, and see, I, th- I think what made OC's point so interesting is that their recruiting pool is so different than other places. If they can keep a substantial portion of the athletes that they miss on, that can be more impactful for a school like BYU because that one recruit matters so much yeah. more. Yeah, and they have a connection naturally with the, uh, with the religion aspect. And if BYU can, can offer things that uh, maybe – other schools don't, uh, maybe that will make a difference. I don't know if it will, but it certainly could. Well, I mean, think about think about this, Gordon. If, if BYU loses a stud LDS player to Stanford, there's not necessarily another stud ready to just step in and take that scholarship because sure. they're so much more limited. I mean, if, if Alabama honestly misses out on a stud— well, let's just get the next stud on the horn. Sure. So I understand what – I mean, I think the name, image, and likeness will certainly have an impact everywhere. I mean, it will have an impact to Utah too. But I liked I, – I thought it was interesting OC's take that it will have more of an impact at mm-hmm. BYU. Mm-hmm. And I can certainly see what he's getting at. Yeah. Plus, there's no shortage of uh, of eager contributors. Gordon, what, what's that uh, super secret uh, coach paying council down there that's been there for years? Yeah, I mean, that help pays for – Right. Salaries and whatnot. In a, in a weird way, BYU's been dipping into the private sector for a while now. As have other schools, but uh, yeah. BYU. I've never heard of another super secret coaches paying council before. <laughs> it's not a super secret. Who's on it? You talk about it all the time. Who are we talking about? Well, I've, I've known a few people that were on it, and uh, they said, yeah, they, there are deep pockets that are willing to. And contribute. you're not naming any names. Super secret. Yeah. The super so. secret coaches paying council. Are you on it? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't think there's another school in the country that has that, right? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question, actually. But look, the uh, the passion around BYU goes beyond just football and basketball. It goes runs deep in a lot of people's lives, and uh, yeah, they want to see the Cougars do well, so they're willing to uh, contribute, as it were. Well, we'll see. I'll, I'll 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 find it really interesting. I'm going to keep OC's kind of theorem in mind as we watch this and see if it does make an impact. Let's see. I mean, he mentioned the Stanford example specifically. Let's see if Stanford continues to nab the big LDS recruits in state and out. And it was really interesting that BYU got ahead of the game on that one because they got like we talked about last week. They got a lot of publicity out of that, and part of it was the more uh, the ethical question. That arose, like, okay, is this exactly what was supposed to be happening? No. Everyone suspected it might happen, <laughs> but was this the intent? No. And yet, it wasn't. But but I thought it was interesting what DJ and PK were talking about. It's already an arms race. It's already who can spend the most on facilities for the institutions. And so then that draws the players in. What's the difference? 
If you're pouring a bunch of money into a program and it goes for the benefit of the institution, then why not pour a lot of money in that goes to the benefit of the players? You, know, you don't think those facilities go to benefit the players? Well, yeah, Have I you been to do, the Utah But I mean facility? directly into the pocket. Not just, oh, wow, this is a nice study area for me. Complete it's with more than every, that. Every... Don't undersell those facilities. <laughs> don't do that. They've got their own Dern Barbershop. They've got, I mean, like a <laughs> lot, a of, that, a lot of that stuff at those facilities is way better than cash. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Same as cash. Yeah. So, I mean, again, it's not just the this miserly group of men smoking cigars. But it isn't the same. A freak haircut isn't the same as giving me 150 bucks. But the facilities absolutely go to benefit the athlete, and sometimes it's more than 150 bucks would be worth to them. Can the can the uh, student athletes camp out there? Can they sleep there? I'm sure they do. Maybe they do. <laughs> I'm sure the food's pretty good too, and I'm sure they can have as much of it as they want. How much would a tutor and uh, the, those types of uh, media facilities that they have in that, how much would that cost yeah, your normal can, student? Can, can those players well, yeah, but can those, what? Can those can players, they go, can they take a date to the uh, athletic facility? Maybe they can. I don't know. But, you know, if you give me cash, now I can do whatever I want with it. Okay. Now, I'm the decision maker. Okay. <laughs> You're the decider. So it's it's really sixes, Jake. Either way, is it? Kinda, kinda, sort of. a little bit. But those study areas. Sixty watt light bulb in those lamps. So much you more know, than that. You go into those facilities, and yeah, they each each player has a nice computer, and they have lots of room to sit there and be comfortable. They got lounges. Yeah, I mean they, those are nice perks for the players. But now. Nothing beats good old cash, man. What do you think your average student thinks about those extra perks? You mean the ones who aren't football players? Yeah. <laughs> A little bit of envy. Do you think that they really like listening to people say that it means nothing and that it's, you know, just a perk? Yeah, but, I mean. Yeah, but what? Jake, what? who is enabling the school to make billions of dollars in the first place not the athletes uh, kind of yeah no that that money goes into the budget for the athletic department oh jake come on that is you keep that saying is that true. but it's yes, not I know true it's true yes and it, it is also true. goes to individuals it who doesn't. are favored yes it does no it doesn't most how, much, I, how much is nick saban making yeah but gordon most athletic departments are in the red which means they're spending more money than they're taking in go look at the usa today budget reports yeah i understand it's not, it's not these billions of dollars I, I going into universities' but, pockets. But they are going to certain entities and people while the players have gotten relatively they're little. They're not going to entities and, play, and people. They're going they to are. the athletic department. They are. No, Jake, they're not. You keep saying that. It's That's true. just not true. It is true. It's not. It, it is. also goes to the benefit of administrators, coaches, staffers, all kinds of people. The athletic, other than the athletes who are making the it happen. Athletic department, and yes, they get plenty. <laughs> Here we Let's go. get out to the zone phone. Joining us now from Wasatch Medical Clinic, he's our friend Andrew Reinhardt. And uh, I was talking about the average student there, Andrew. Let's talk about your average guy. You know, a lot of average <laughs> guys go through issues with ED, and it's been embarrassing, and nobody likes to talk about it, but really do something about it. It's a big part of life. 
That is so true, Jake. Uh, so many guys are struggling way more than we know. I dare say, I hate to say this, but all men at some point in their life, I think, will have some form of ED and younger and younger. And guys come up to me privately a lot. You know, I'm at a restaurant or whatever. I'm kind of the ED guy now. People know, <laughs> you know, no who I am. Yeah. And they, you know, and they, they say, oh, I'm, I just feel too young. I think that this there is such a stigma around this problem but think of this two to three weeks from now uh you could be done with our treatments that's not a very long window the results that you can experience in the bedroom with your relationship intimacy overall happiness even this is all so connected i believe that when things go well in the bedroom they go well outside of the bedroom in life we're getting guys off of the pill with the wave therapy because it opens up and regrows blood vessels. That is what erectile dysfunction is. It's a blood flow problem. Yeah, stop putting up with the side effects from the other treatments, too. The hangover from the pills or whatever. Heaven forbid someone's taking the shots. That sounds terrible. Right. A guy will take a pill uh, for a little while. It will stop working. He'll take more and more of it. And the injections are kind of the next step. That's the extreme level. And a lot of guys have been using those um, significant side effects with those. I have not yet seen a side effect with acoustic wave therapy. I don't think there's a clinical study that mentions one. They all say no side effects reported, totally safe, highly effective at treating the root cause problem of ED. 801-901-8000, that's the number to call. Get on the schedule, come in, see the doctor, and uh, a few other perks as well. A lot of perks. Uh, Leave your wallet at home. There's no obligation to this. Call us the assessment exam and blood flow ultrasound with our MD, totally free. You get the very popular gift that produces powerful results in the bedroom. That is great. Uh, all totally no charge. 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000. Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, guys. Well, more next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. This comes from Ralph Amsdead. says, I listen to way too much Pac-12 region sports radio, and there's a ton of personalities that I like. But David DJ James and PK Kinahan in Salt Lake, they are elite. So, boys and girls, we are elite. All right. So, boys, I'm elite. And my supporting cast, Jay Catch and David James, they're elite, too. I don't know how to put this. But I'm kind of a big deal. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Your home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Cougars at 30 update on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, it's time for your Cougar update. Quarterback race, big deal down in Provo. Coach Roderick uh, uh, was asked if anybody separated themselves yet. 
I'm not ready to say that yet. The quarterback picture is becoming more clear. I'm not quite ready to say what it is yet. I need to watch this film. All three of them did some good things today. They're playing good. We've got a good group. Jaron and Baylor look like veteran QBs. They run our offense efficiently. And then Conover is just a guy. He's got his moments where he's just like, I don't like to compare anybody to anybody, but it's almost like Zach when he was young. He's some of the plays he makes are really big plays. And then some of the mistakes he makes are just young, young mistakes, things that get fixed with time. But the upside's really high. And so he's an intriguing dude, man. He's a good player. And so it's, it's just fun having the contrast there of the two veterans that really know what they're doing and run the show with the young guy that's got a super bright future that is really explosive kid. This Cougar update brought to you by Davis Vision. The Davis Vision Summer LASIK Sale is going on now. Get rid of those contacts and glasses. Save $1,000. Start your road to better vision at Davis Vision. Check them out at davisvisionmd.com or call today, 801-253-3080. Davis Vision. This is The Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson, presented by Big O Tires, with the lowest price on every tire, every day, with no credit needed financing options available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We heard from DJ and PK for what's going on in the last segment. Should we hear from Hanson, Scotty? Why not? Let's check in with the guys. Of course, 10 to 2 right here on the Zone Sports Network. Hanson Scotty had Utah tight end Dalton Kincaid on the show. Let's hear a little clip of that. Um, well, in high school, I only played my senior year, uh, one year of varsity football, and didn't get many looks. Uh, had a couple of D2 schools, and then pretty late in the recruiting process, San Diego offered me. Uh, went there, didn't really have any expectations coming in as a freshman, and caught the ball quite a bit. And when COVID hit, uh, football wasn't guaranteed there. And with San Diego being a non-scholarship school, uh, school's pretty expensive. So just being able to lift that burden off my parents. And then when I did enter the transfer portal, which was a very difficult decision as I did love my time there, uh, I was reached out to by Coach Freddie Whittingham. There's a good core of tight ends on this team um, with uh, Brant Keithy and Cole Fotheringham and yourself. How much is what you know? What goes into that room, and do you guys kind of feed off each other to make each other better? Uh, I think we definitely all just kind of feed off each other's energy. Um, we're all pretty unique in our skill set, so I think we all kind of bring a different uh, kind of asset to the group. And I think the depth goes even beyond us three. Uh, Thomas Yasmin is the most physically gifted guy I've ever seen. And Ali Nimatololo kind of filling more of a fullback role is what we call the hammer in our group. But I think we definitely all just kind of feed off each other's energy. And you can't really guard all three of us at the same time. Talk about Charlie Brewer in a huddle. When you guys are in the huddle together, uh, and uh, Dalton, I, I know you've been around some successful people. You know what a successful quarterback looks like. Does he command the huddle like a, like a veteran should? Uh, absolutely. I think he and Cam kind of both have a similar approach to the offensive huddle and that kind of leadership role that they both have upon themselves as being quarterbacks. But more importantly, they kind of voluntarily go out there and do lead uh, besides just having that role of being a quarterback. 
Dalton Kincaid, kind enough to join us right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Talk about uh, Cam Rising and, uh, and Charlie Brewer. Kind of, And I'm not asking you to pick favorites here. I'm just saying, you know, what are the strengths and what are these guys bringing to the table right now that's, as Coach mentioned, this battle's neck and neck right now? Uh, I mean, in the spring, uh, you know, everyone kind of said, you know, Charlie's the guy, Charlie's the guy. And I know Cam's competitor, so I knew he's going to come back stronger than ever. And that's kind of where we're at right now is it's definitely neck and neck. Uh, I, I wouldn't be able to make a decision right now. I'm more than confident in both of them being able to do the job. So I think it's just going to come down to it. And whoever can just be a, a playmaker and take over that offense. So I don't play for Kyle Whittingham, uh, didn't play for Kyle Whittingham, but I've been chewed out by Kyle Whittingham probably 20 times, like a good, hard chewing. You know, he just he runs high engine like that. I'm curious, what is Freddie Whittingham like as a positions coach? Um, I mean, he's definitely different than Kyle, um, but he'll, he'll get on you too. He, he definitely has that as a coach, but um, – I think he kind of plays to each player in our position group in the the way that they get taught best, which is definitely unique. And uh, I think it helps the players just because every player learns in a different way, shape, or form. And he's kind of out of feel for that as we've been in the program. So just how he appeals to that. But when a coach stops yelling at you, that's kind of when they stop caring. So as long as he and Kyle keep yelling at everybody, they're definitely caring. <laughs> What's the vibe around the team? I mean, there's a lot of big expectations. Do you guys feel that? Do you embrace that? Are you looking forward to this year? Uh, absolutely. I mean, it'll be a lot more different in the season when we can feed off the defensive energy and they can feed off of our energy because right now it's kind of combating each other. But I'm definitely looking forward to being able to feed off of how successful our defense will be and then how successful the offense will be in the season. So when you're on the line or let's say you're you're detached and you're going into route, who is the defender uh, across from you that if he locks up with you or he sets in your zone that you know you're going to have a dogfight with him? Uh, I mean, the first person that comes to mind is Devin Lloyd and Mika Tafua just because go against them a lot in practice. But uh, our defense has a lot of depth. I think it's kind of a sneaky depth that we do have uh, with a lot of younger guys stepping up in that role. But you know, every every play is a battle. It's just kind of a chess match at the start. And then, of course, there's a physical aspect as well. What uh, When you look across the Pac-12 and you look at uh, the defenses you were up against, I know you, you you got five games in last year, but the level of physicality that you've dealt with in those five games, uh, what kind of an adjustment was that for you? And is that something that you felt like you've adjusted to uh, fairly well coming from San Diego to Utah? Uh, I feel like I adjusted pretty well. It was kind of a pleasant surprise, actually. I thought it was going to be a lot bigger change, but I did put on probably 15, 20 pounds in that uh, transition. So I think that helped quite a bit. And then being in our strength program with Coach E and his staff has been a tremendous help as well. All right, there you go. That was Hanson Scotty with Dalton Kincaid, Utah tight end, earlier today. Man, they do have some nice tight ends. And, and so does BYU, man. There's a lot of good tight ends around these parts. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how they're utilized. Not tipping his hand on the quarterback. Not Gordon. at all. Nope. Think they're both great. <laughs> yeah, they do. He, he He knows who he likes better. They're just not saying. So he's lying.
So I was scolding you guys during the break for being suspicious characters and always wondering who's telling the truth and who isn't. But I think all these coaches and players are kind of fibbing. <laughs> you do? Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. I think it happens a lot. <laughs> you made that clear, Jake. Uh, well, I mean. A lot of Pinocchio noses around these parts. You know, if if there were an investigative reporter who came came around to do the you know uh, some digging on the personal life of Gordon Monson <laughs> and wanted to do an interview, I think you'd just give up the farm, <laughs> just tell the truth, <laughs> nothing but the truth, just let it come out. I don't think you would. I don't think any of us would. Yeah, but we're not talking personal stuff. We're talking uh, we're talking football. True, but there is a strategic advantage to staying mum. Yeah, I suppose. Oh, yeah, like the other... Just tell the truth and let the chips fall where they may. Just... But where's well, the strategic... you know, I mean, Charlie looked really good in the spring and everyone sort of just thought he was going to be the man. But look at the way Cam has fought back. But, but here's tenacity. the thing. What's the advantage of doing that, though? That's This is the part where you Keeping never... Keeping everybody guessing. No, the, the advantage to just saying, well, I prefer Charlie... Uh, What's the what is the advantage to that? So you Why think would the, they you do think that? The truth is actually cuts like a knife and does no real good. Right. You have to have some sort of incentive. You're not going to just do it for your health, because, <laughs> because that actually, you love the truth. But that creates a backlash, as we <laughs> talked about. If he just came out and said, "Oh yeah, Charlie's way better." What happens if Cam gets the job? So essentially, what you're doing is you're encouraging people to lie. What you're doing is acting in your own <laughs> self-interest. That's what they're doing. Yeah, but that's isn't that the root of every lie? Someone is protecting him himself or herself. They they're afraid they might get in trouble. So they, embrace the truth, Jake. <laughs> what planet are you living on? <laughs> there's just so much I, lying hey, going on around these parts. It's it's, it's it, there's a lot of it. I yeah. wish I wish it were your way. Yeah, me too. I do. Yeah, it's just not. Nor you know, is it. Can you imagine? You saw the movie Liar Liar. I did. Imagine if you had to tell the truth. Ooh, it would get a little complicated, wouldn't it? What is the best Jim Carrey movie? Movie Zone host. Oh, that's a. Are we going Jim Carrey comedy? Or are we going Jim Carrey Just drama? Or Jim Carrey? Film. Jim Carrey. Your favorite Jim Carrey film. That's tough because I I have Dumb and Dumber in my top five films of all time. What? It is very hilarious. Yet my favorite Jim Carrey film is maybe Truman Show. Also uh, like Truman. You ever seen Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless, Spotless Mind? Eternal, yeah. Uh-huh. That's a bizarre, that's a strange movie. It is. I never thought, I never liked Ace Ventura as much nope. as everybody else. Nope. Did you ever see Man on the Moon where he yes. became Andy Kaufman? Great wow. movie. Yeah. Man on the Moon is a great movie. Wow, that might be the answer for me, actually. Yeah, I'm going to have cable back, guys. I'm going to have to go back. Oh uh, no, watch. cable guys, the answer. That's no, okay. it. Isn't that really kind of dark? Man in the Moon. Yeah. I mean, no, no, cable man. Cable, cable guy. guy. Hilarious. Is it really? But yeah, kind of a the darker comedy written by Ben Stiller of all people. Oh really? But I'm not a big Ben Stiller fan. Well, this you wouldn't know. Ben Stiller wrote yeah. this unless I told you. It's, in fact, that was news to me. I didn't know it? that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to go back and watch Dumb and Dumber again because I just did not. I did not think it was that funny. When oh, I saw it. but I saw it a long time oh, ago. Oh, Dumb and Dumber is hilarious. The single been... best piece of writing in Hollywood history. The, it's. I'm going. Boy, I really got to revisit that. Every line is is a gem. Every single line. Is that the best Fairly Brothers movie? Yes. See, something about Mary is pretty awesome. It's there, but it's Dumb and Dumber is the best. 
What are you doing here, Brett Favre? What the hell is Brett Favre doing here? I'm in town to play the Dolphins, you <laughs> dummy. Okay. Cable guy's great. The password is. <laughs> I'm not saying that to my mom. <laughs> Back to my point. Can you imagine if everyone had to tell the truth? I mean, what would our world look like? If you had to tell the truth. It'd be a lot meaner place, I'll tell you that. Would it be meaner or would oh, it be yeah. better? It'd be meaner. How many? Well, yeah, but I mean, a lie isn't... What, didn't Grandma say that the root of every sin is a lie? Or yeah. that handle... The, uh, what was the handle to the pan? Yeah, but how many, <laughs> how many niceties do we put on just to get along in society? Uh, yeah, but do you think that is, is, uh, is more preservational than just not telling the truth and then kind of digging the knife in all kinds of other ways? What if uh, your coworker you passed in the hall said, hey, good to see you, and you said, well, I don't care about you. <laughs> yeah, but wouldn't that force you to have a different attitude? No. Because you wouldn't want to say that. But that's exactly right. You you lie to be nice and no, say, oh, good to see no, you, too. Yes. No, you change yes. your outlook no, on you people. Stop. Grandma yes, always said, don't wear your stop. underwear more than once. <laughs> that's not what I was talking hey, about. Hey, Gordon, good to Wait. see you. Man, I'd prefer not to see you. <laughs> no, because then you, you'd have to change your attitude in order to prevent that kind of thing happening. Do you ever so, read uh, Go Dog Go? No. For, there's a part where the dog says, it's a Dr. Seuss, and he says to the other dog, do you like my hat? And the dog says, I do not like your hat. <laughs> and they just say, good day. And that's the end of the, of the book. You can't fundamentally change how you feel about the hat. <laughs> okay, but that's no big deal. If somebody says, you know, I really don't like your hat, who cares? You know, but then think about all the good things that could happen if everyone had to tell the truth. But you're missing the the point. You can't just fundamentally alter your opinion. You're just nice about it so you don't get in a fist fight every day. You have to in order to avoid that. Didn't uh, Kyle Whittingham say his grandma said on him? This is one of the this is one of the dumber conversations we've ever had. How would you alter whether you you have to force yourself to like something just so you could tell somebody about it and be honest? Yeah, you don't well, know how ridiculous that sounds. It would force you to change your attitude, your outlook. What if instead of sitting there criticizing somebody all the time, you'd have to you'd have to find a way if you cared about them, you'd have to find a way to to uh, to to be kind. And uh, and extend uh, your best wishes to Think her. about it this way. Let's say Lisa made a recipe that you did not like. Oh, she wouldn't care. But but I... uh, hold on. She made a recipe. Let's call it lasagna or something. And she made it for you. And go, Gordon, how do you like the lasagna? And you don't want to tell her it stinks because you don't want to hurt her feelings. You can't fundamentally alter how you feel about the lasagna <laughs> just because you want to be nice. Yeah, but on the other hand, think about you. Would you rather go hungry? So you change your attitude. You can't change how you feel about the lasagna. Well, if if she asked me if the lasagna was bad and it was bad, I would say it's not but the that, best. But that's not the point. The point is you can't alter how you feel about it. Well, then everyone would have to grow a little thicker skin. Oh, no, when no, Lisa uh, whips up a dinner, she doesn't do anything. All she does is take the ingredients that were already prepared. That's oh. what you said. <laughs> Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 <laughs> The Zone. That's that ain't true. 
your home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Utes at 50 update on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. All right, it's your Utah 50 update. Gordon, Devin Lloyd, I think he should be pretty good. Uh, he's all right. He talks uh, after the scrimmage on Saturday about how much live action helps the team prepare. Yeah, I think for all the guys that played today, you know, it was very necessary. And, you know, we'll go on the film and see. Um, but as far as, you know, just live tackling, bringing guys to the ground and stuff, that's uh, football. You know, that's the real stuff. And, you know, that's what we need to see. That's what we need to practice. So I know that that was very helpful. Mr. Lloyd is a bad, bad man, isn't he? He's very good. Uh, this update brought to you by Zero Res. Your pets are angels, but urine so carpet is a nightmare for your house. Zero Res has a specialized method to remove stains that leaves your carpet clean and smelling fresh. Schedule your appointment with Zero Res Cleaning today. That's ZeroResSaltLake.com and up north, ZeroResDavisWeber.com. is the big show with jake scott and gordon monson presented by big o tires with the lowest price on every tire every day with no credit needed financing options available big o tires the team you trust big show gordon monson jake scott 97.5 and 1280 the zone it's time for 20 seconds baseball brought to you by peach window and door for more than 25 years peach window and door has been providing superior quality windows doors and customer service to the wasatch front call them today 801-566-1255 for all of your window and door needs austin horton of course brings us 20 seconds of baseball austin and now it's time for 20 seconds of baseball with the big show's Austin Horton right here on the Zone Sports Network. Former Cy Young winner Jake Arrieta was cut by the Cubs last week but has now been signed by the Padres as you Darvish remains on the injured list with back tightness. A Honus Wagner card was sold for $6.6 million, shattering the previous sports card record of $5.2 million. And the Astros have agreed to a settlement with the family of a two-year-old girl struck by a foul ball during a 2019 game. There you go, 20 seconds of baseball. Nice. By the way, I think uh, you heard that Astros story. I think in baseball we are headed for more preventative measures. Yeah. Uh, what, so I wonder what, how people feel about that. Screen? I would think so. I don't know. I, this is me speculating. That's not news. But I would guess that— Some parks have done it pole to pole. Yeah. Lot, oh, really? Well, I think, Major League parks are. I think more of that is coming. And yeah. honestly, I don't think it's a terrible idea. Yeah, no one's paying attention in the stands, yeah. and they shouldn't be. They're there to have a good time. Right. Yeah, when you think about how hot that ball comes off the bat sometimes, whew, every time that happens, I'm at a ballpark, I think, I hope I hope said person is well, paying attention. I mean, I've sat behind the screen at B's games and other games plenty of times. It's not like you notice after about the first two minutes of the game. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. What, you keep, think, keep that you're, safe, you think the view's impeded by those screens? Oh, a little bit. Not not a whole lot. Just, not terribly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, oh, I, I don't think it's well, hardly at all. Is, my point is, it's worth it to protect the folks. I think it's as you said, Jake and Gordon. I think you're both right. You notice it, and then it it disappears kind of yeah. with your fo- your focus. And yeah. then and then you can enjoy yourself and not you know with every batter. When I'm at a ballpark like that, man, I'm paying attention because I especially if you're in a certain area because uh, you don't want anybody getting hurt. 
All right, let's get out of the zone phone. Joining us now from Wasatch Medical Clinic, he's our friend Andrew Reinhardt. And Andrew, let's help our listeners. One final push. One final push. That's right, guys. If you're out there struggling with ED, you probably heard us talk about the wave technology at Wasatch Medical. Not invasive, not a pill, not injections. With gentle pressure waves, we can regrow blood vessels. Uh, similar to what you do in the gym with a muscle. You kind of break it down and build it up stronger. That's what our technology is doing over just a few short 10-minute sessions. Uh, It has been called the new standard of care for ED. It's studied by Cambridge University, and I believe the pill is someday going to be a thing of the past. So if you're craving more intimacy, uh, a better relationship. We are helping a lot of guys accomplish just that. And is this something you have to do in perpetuity, Andrew? This is a pretty short window. This would be uh, a few sessions over two to three weeks. That is it. You'd be done. I don't think it's a permanent fix, but I think it's safe to say long-lasting. Data shows they've gone back to men years later, and the results still you know, are there. So Unlike the pill, this isn't something you typically have to repeat. 801-901-8000. That is the number to call. And you guys, uh, if, if they do, get on the schedule to come in and see that medical doctor and a couple other perks, right? Yeah. Uh, even if you've got mild ED, this is worth the visit. <clears throat> You'll meet with the doctor for free. He'll do an assessment, an exam, and a blood flow ultrasound. Uh, it's all no charge. You'll get the gift that produces powerful results in the bedroom. You'll love that. And if you feel like you need uh, testosterone, you're a little lethargic, that is free at Wasatch Medical Clinic as well. 801-901-8000, Wasatch Medical Clinic. Andrew, you're the best. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for having me today, guys. Appreciate it. That's our friend Andrew Reinhardt, Wasatch Medical Clinic, 801-901-8000. More Big Show next, 97.5 and 1280 of The Zone. All right, wrapping up a big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280. This <laughs> We've had fun today. It's been a good day. You know what? We got the week started off on the right foot. It's. Uh, we've, I, I feel like we've had the, the right amount of fun balanced with interesting sports talk. But our conversation about everyone being forced to lie, I stand where I, I, stand where I did before. You're I'm, crazy. The world would be a better place if everyone would tell It'd the be truth. So much worse. <laughs> Completely so much worse. No, no. The the fact that we uh, have politeness with our fellow man is what keeps the world going around. It's the reason <laughs> that people aren't knifing each other in the streets as we speak. <laughs> yeah, but think about all the damage that's done by people lying. None. Mi- very minimal Lots. compared to what would be. Why? Because someone would be offended by saying, you know, I really yes. don't. Yes. Those pants really do make you yes. look fat. Yes. Correct. As opposed to being all diabolical and and telling if you told a, if you then, told a coworker what you really thought about him, you think you could really go on working with him? Yes. No. Oh, I certainly feel that way about you. You tell me you don't like me every day. I'm just joking around. I know you are. I'm joking about that, too. But imagine if you I I realize you like your editors, but imagine if you had an editor you really did not care for and you had to tell him what a 
boneheaded moron. Well, first you of all, you first can of all, never you can never go on working no, with no, that person. Nobody is forcing you to say things. But if somebody asks you a question, then you got to tell them the truth. And that's okay. Hey, Gordon, how do you really feel about how I do my job? No. Man, you suck. <laughs> thought you'd never ask. Yeah, I thought because you are the worst editor no, I've ever met in my the, entire life. How do you, you get out of bed in the that's morning? That's not the way you have You can say it. You can say it like uh, uh, maybe you need to work a little more on uh, on your skill set. And then they say, okay, step outside, Monson. We're fist fighting. <laughs> I don't know, because uh, you know, people would be more careful about what they ask. Hey, probably. Eric Walden, how would you like to be the next columnist here at the <laughs> sports? I'm about to knock Gordon's teeth out. <laughs> <laughs> I think the world would be a better place on the whole. You're crazy. Everyone told the truth. You're totally because there's crazy. There's so much backhanded backstabbing and, and, and uh, telling somebody one thing and then doing something completely different, you know, to the demise of said person. I'll tell you one thing, coaches would be out of business, wouldn't they? Everybody would be out of business. <laughs> it would create some interesting scenarios. It would I will be. grant you that. Yeah, everybody would be in real trouble. You better work on liking the people you, you're around, you know. Yeah, what happens if you— Because think about how much fun it would be to sit here and say, hey, Austin, what do you really think? <laughs> what, what if you— what if you, Oh, I'm ready, baby. <laughs> what if you did not like somebody that you had to be associated with? Like, it's not your choice. Like, your in-laws or something. Then you would like, then liar, liar, you would say, you would have to express that, hey, this isn't the best relationship in the world. Maybe we can work on it. So if you just crap on your in-laws, how do you think that's going to go for your marriage? Well, you better work on that relationship so that you it's better. You are so in the underdicker wood. It's amazing. All right. Uh, hey, Gordon, enjoy your evening, buddy. I'll catch you tomorrow. We're going to be at the Dish Pros tomorrow. All right. Everybody have fun tonight. This is the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.